heard in this podcast should be taken as medical, legal, or financial advice. Cover Patriot does not support acts that are contrary to the Constitution. It is only by following the letter of the Constitution that we have any hope of reclaiming the Republic. Patriots and other interested parties. Today is Tuesday, September 15th, 2021. I am Deep Cover Patriot and the Republic stands. Hello, friends. Rebecca Koffler on Fox News published an article that is very pertinent and one that I am very much looking forward to reading for you. Please pay attention. Not every single thing is comparable. However, you will see exactly where this is going. USSR 2.0. My adopted U.S. homeland is giving me flashbacks to the Russia I fled. The COVID pandemic experience in the U.S. served as a sneak preview of the horror movie called Socialism. Born and raised in a totalitarian state, I am intimately familiar with government spying on ordinary citizens. Recent revelations about possible actions surrounding government surveillance by the NSA took me back 30 years ago to a place that no longer exists, my birth country, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, the USSR. In the course of daily life in the USSR, we assumed all our communications were monitored by the state. Back then, it was phone calls and snail mail. Speaking in code over the phone was common for ordinary Russians in order not to get in trouble with government authorities. We even had a special phrase, this is not a phone conversation, to end a discussion veering into dangerous territory. Any criticisms of Soviet leaders, government control, or the socialist system could get you expelled from school or fired from work. Coming from that background, I was stunned to learn that the same thing could be happening here in the United States. This anti-American act has turned on its head my perception of America. Raised behind the iron curtain, I always viewed America as the land of freedom and justice, the exact opposite of socialism, an oppressive system of poverty and total government control. In America, out of all the benefits of capitalism, I always cherished freedom the most. Only someone who has experienced the absence of freedom can truly understand the meaning of the word. I remember as a new immigrant being shocked that Americans could visit another city and even decide to live there. You could even go to another country without needing permission. Neighbors, classmates, and coworkers would not report me to the authorities for anything wrong, I may have said. I could talk on the phone with anyone at all without having to worry that the government was listening. For 30 years, I soaked freedom in as much as I possibly could. I tried to teach my American-born children its meaning. Recently, however, I've noticed disturbing developments. I find myself worrying about what I say and to whom I say it. In America, there are now correct opinions, those of the ruling class and polite society, just like the nomenklatura's party line in the USSR, and what are called in Russian incorrect, nekorotnyonye opinions. Americans with views contradicting liberals' ideological orthodoxy get fired, canceled by activists, banned from speaking on college campuses, and deplatformed by Big Brother, also known as Big Tech. The FBI's recent tweet urging families to report their loved ones for signs of violent extremism, and the Biden administration's efforts to censor private speech on social media and phone texts through fact-checking, 
are giving me flashbacks to the oppressive Soviet society I fled 30 years ago. Incredibly, I find myself telling my children the same things my mother used to tell me. Don't believe everything you see on TV. Don't trust everything your teachers say. Don't talk to random people about your family's views. As free speech is increasingly under attack in today's America, I hear more loud calls for socialism and government promises of free stuff. I urge ordinary Americans to consider what they'll be giving up in return. Under socialism, everything was provided by the government free or nearly free. But the cruel joke was on the people. Nothing was available. We stood in line for hours to get basic staples. You got in line before you even knew what it was for because there was an indefinite shortage of everything. You waited 10 to 15 years to get a telephone installed in a government-owned apartment or buy a car. We had no necessities like sanitary products or toilet paper. Socialism simply does not produce enough goods and services. Who would work harder for the same paltry, barely subsistence level wage as everyone else? We had a saying, the government pretends to pay us and we pretend to work. Whatever the system was actually capable of producing was appropriated by the government. The nomenclatura had first dibs on everything. They shopped at different stores, got treated at different hospitals, could travel, and got cars, telephones, TVs, and other amenities. The rest of us used torn-up copies of Pravda as toilet paper. Beware when the ruling class promises things for free, whether education, health care, or anything else. In return, the government will control every aspect of your life, where you live, work, study, travel, or get medical care. Remember the shortages in the beginning of the pandemic of simple things, masks, hand sanitizer, paper towels? Remember how hard it was to get those? Imagine a future America where, compounding the problem, elites get their toilet paper first. The COVID pandemic experience served as a sneak preview of the horror movie called Socialism. If you don't want your child's teeth drilled without Novocaine under free socialist medical care, as I experienced, Please fight this dystopian idea as hard as you can today. Believe me, the dentist child will get the Novocaine first. And when you start protesting the glorious socialist system, the government will know who the complainers are. Big Tech and the NSA will make certain of it. What happens to the complainers will depend on how much control the government will have established over its citizens. The NSA's surveillance of President Trump's campaign advisor, Carter Page, based on dishonest FBI applications to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, may very well be a harbinger of what's to come. Spying on citizens is a hallmark of totalitarianism. That the feds did this to Page and possibly others with impunity is a sign that government apparatchiks feel the era of total government control in America is approaching. To prevent a USSR 2.0, we must act now to save freedom in America. Well, friends, I hope that conveyed to you the urgency of the situation in which we find ourselves. Larry Elder losing the recall. Newsom obviously cheating to maintain his hold on power. The endless mandates and announcements from the regime and the seeming inability of the people to actually rise up and make a voice about what it is that they believe is happening to them. Where are the tens of thousands of people out in the streets protesting? Where are the hundreds of people at different companies walking out en masse to protest mandates? Where are the school children leaving in droves to protest 
the lack of proper education. There are few and far between protests and walkouts. Too few, too far between France, Australia, Canada, England. People are rising up all over the world by the tens of thousands to protest what is happening because they know that if they do not protest this and make it known that they are unhappy, there will really be very little left for them to do. So folks, you must be right with God. If you haven't, you must repent. It is most difficult in these days to be a good Christian, to act as we are expected to as children of God. It is easy to be angry. It is easy to get frustrated. And it is easy to give up hope. But we are not to have hope in anything bound to this earth. We are only to have hope in Christ and God. Everything else is taken care of for us. We pray for deliverance, though it may not come. We pray for peace, though it may not come. What we do know is God is firmly in control of everything that is happening in this world. And if he has seen fit to turn the air over to Satan and to turn the governments of the world over to evil to fulfill his plans, that is God's right. He's God. He can do whatever he wants and we are not bound to understand it. We trust. So my friends, I'm telling you, you need to trust God and you need to not trust anything of this world that cannot be verified as coming from a good source. That includes me. Anything I say, please verify for yourselves. If you follow me on Gab, you know that I post sources for 99.9% of everything that I post. Same on Telegram. I don't believe in fostering rumor or spreading misinformation. And if I do publish something that is incorrect and someone points it out, I immediately correct it because we are not perfect. We depend upon each other to correct each other and guide each other lovingly. So with that, friends, may God bless you and keep you and protect you. And may God bless the Republic. Those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans.